0: Welcome everyone to episode 53 of the Missing Pieces Podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, my name's Greg, and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind each week. And as usual, there were some things on my mind this week. In fact, the first thing that we're going to lead off with here was actually on my mind last week, but I forgot to share it with you. And this is a, it's a bit of a story. its a, I don't know if it's a funny one, a sad one. I don't know how I feel about this story, but I'm going to share it with you here because It's something, and this is called the Dave Story. And this has a little bit of a backstory, so all you story people that are out there, which I'm I'm so thankful that you're here with me. I should say, I get that out of the way. I want to say this every week, how much I appreciate you guys being here with me. I just read through the feedback for last week as I was picking out things to talk about later in this episode, and there were so many positive comments. I'm just like, yes, I need this, and it's just so cool to have to have you guys along, so thank you for that. And I know you guys that have been with me on this channel for any length of time, you guys love our stories that we share together, so here's the Dave story. This goes back to, Uh, I guess a few weeks ago when I got this box in the mail from Dave of Scott's Toys, a good friend of mine, and he sent this box full of all kinds of goodies, a care package of a Lego Jurassic World set. There were some shirts in there for the whole family. There were some books in there for Clark Man, a whole bunch of things. And he put a funny letter in there too from Ivan Von Lego, a character that I made up who's the CEO of Lego. And he has a whole backstory of his own, which we won't get into here. You guys could go back and watch the video. In fact, oh, editor Greg, you got some work to do. I'm going to link that video up top here. But in that video I was very clear that this was from a friend of mine by the name of Dave and his son Scott and they're a family friend of ours and at the end of the video to pay Dave back for all the stuff that he sent us because he sent le- the train the little Lego the, the Lego Lego town Lego Land Train, and he also sent the Jurassic World Dino Mech Set to us for free, out of the kindness of his heart. I was gonna pay him for him, but he wouldn't accept it. I said at the end of the video to, to Scott, his son, that he could pick anything off of my backlog that he wanted and I would send it out to him, which they haven't taken me up on. It. And I even reached out to Dave and I was like, Dave. Dave. And no, there was nothing, but there was something because, uh, like think like the next day, let me see what the data this is. And you guys can go back and you can do your, your math work on it. This is September 12th, 2020. I got an email with the subject. It's me, Dave. And I was like, huh? This email reads, hi, Greg, I'm Dave. The guy who sent you Lego set seven, nine, five, three, eight, which was the Jurassic World set. It said, you said I could get something in return for the mech T-Rex. I just bought the Lego movie police Dropship, and all I need is Lord Business's Lair. I have the money, but it's pretty rare and I do not trust eBay, thanks. And please sign the packaging of the Lego set because I am a big fan of your YouTube channel and I like Legos like you. Thanks and have a nice day. From Dave, the guy who told you not to mention Ivan Von Lego. And then there's a follow-up right after that. He says, this is my kid's Google account. I made him one so he can play Subway Surfers on Android. (laughs) This, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know. I sent this message to Dave. I I forwarded it to him and uh, he thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it because first of all, it wasn't like in that video I said, hey, I got this box or this care package from someone. I have no idea who this is from, but if you were that person, reach out to me in an email and let me know because I want to send you a set. I literally said, this is from my friend Dave and his son, Scott. And Scott was the one that I was talking to about the backlog. Yet this, this kid, I'm assuming it's a kid. I think we can probably assume that sent this email saying that he was Dave and, and, uh, he, uh, he wanted that set. He wanted uh, lord business's evil lair from the lego movie and again i don't know if this is a funny story if it's just sad like it's kind of a story of this kid trying to be like a little scammer basically but also maybe he just doesn't know any better he knows enough to send an email so he's i would say he's probably probably older than eight or nine i would think although kids are learning things so young these days i feel like an old man but I don't know, what do you guys think about this? Is it just a a kid being a kid? Is it like uh, evidence of bad parenting? Like I would hope Clark would never do that. But then again, I don't have control over everything he does. And if say Clark already has a Chromebook that he uses for school, say he's nine years old, he has a Chromebook, he watches this Lego YouTuber talking about the sets that are in his backlog. And he's like, hey, I'm gonna say that I'm Dave and I'm gonna do this. And you know what, I played along, just out of curiosity. I, I messaged him back and I said, email me your address and I'll have it out to you first thing Monday. And you know what this kid did? He emailed me his actual address. So I know where this kid lives. I'm not doing anything with it. I'm not gonna send him anything. A part of me wanted to just prank him and send him like some weapon or some boot Lego or or something that I had in my collection just as a joke. But I was just like, let's see how far this goes. And like, now you have this kid emailing his address. So I would love to be able to get a hold of his parents and be like, listen, dude, or madam, your kid is literally giving out your address to strangers online like I would love to find his parents and be like you need to you need to slap some sense into this kid maybe literally but I don't know I just thought that was again I don't know funny story interesting story scammer story but just like it's an it's a story of something that kind of happened to me through being an online creator and it's just uh I don't know it's sad I guess more than anything it's a sad story people that are try to take advantage of others like Had I actually, like, had he actually been paying attention and had that been a mystery person, I may have went on to believe that this person was who they said they were going to be. Although the punctuation in the email was, there was no sentences. It was all lowercase, just with commas separating everything. So you could tell it was just a little kid. But anyways, that's my story and it's something. So let's go on to the next thing here. got that out of the way. I, I never want to talk about that again. Hopefully that kid's watching this. Dude, I'm not... I'm not sending you the set, that you, you, sh- you shouldn't steal other people's honor and take credit for things that other people do. That's my life lesson to you. And that kind of takes me, oh God, I wasn't even gonna talk about this in this episode, but I guess we're down that path now, so I'm going to. Advice attacked. These last couple episodes here on, on missing pieces, I felt like I've been giving out way more advice than when I have any reason to give out. I was, and I think about this and I cringe a little bit thinking about, you know, we're talking about school and like, people's futures and having things figured out in the last couple episodes. And I'm like, as I think about this, and sometimes I, I think about these episodes just in general and I'm like, who am I? Who am I to be doing this? And it's like, I'm nobody to be giving anyone advice. What have I done that's that's like advisable, you know? Like the only thing I could advise you on is getting putting yourself out there and making a, a YouTube channel and, and doing what you love. That's the only advice that I could possibly give. When you're trying to plan your future, I don't feel like I'm that guy. And I I just like, again, I cringe on the inside when I think about sometimes these episodes. First of all, to have the audacity to sit down and talk about your week for 30 minutes or whatever already makes me like not feel good about myself. Like, I'm just like, why me? Who am I? And then the whole advice thing, I just, I want to avoid that like the plague, I think going forward, because I, I don't know. Maybe it's lack of confidence in myself that it comes from, but it's just like, I'm just a, I'm just a YouTuber, man. I'm just a guy that makes videos, sharing my life and my experience with with the world. And I don't know if anybody like if you're gonna take advice from somebody, take advice from somebody that's like I don't I don't want to say like I was just gonna say like financially successful, but that isn't the definition of success. I guess take advice from someone that's where you want to be in the future. And maybe that is me, which is just an honor. But I I don't know. This little episode's full of I don't knows, guys. And just something that was on my mind and the whole advice thing with with the parent got me thinking about that. So I see some comments that come through and it's like, hey, Greg, what's what's your advice on this or what should I do in this case? And I guess I could share that because I, I do have an opinion on it, but I, I don't think you should take everything I say as gold is all I'm saying. So putting it out there, guys. Oh, if you guys wonder why I'm looking over here, I've I have this new setup for the people that are watching this as opposed to listening to it as it is available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I've got like a dual monitor set up here. So uh, in the future episodes, I mean, it might be doing things a little bit differently. I might be using my other microphone here. I might, uh, I might have things a little more efficient. I'm working on like the cable setup here for all of those of you that just really give no fricks about that. That's what I'm working on. Uh, but the uh, next next thing here is another story. And this is a follow-up on, uh, I think, last week's episode where I talked about my Best Bespin dual sets, how I had two of them, how I wasn't sure what I was gonna do with them, if I was gonna sell them for obscene amounts of money over what I paid for it as a scalper on eBay, if I was gonna keep them sealed and then sell them like around Christmas time, if I was actually gonna build them. Well, I got a message this week that made my decision on what I was gonna do with at least one of those sets. And it was a message from Victoria, one of our Patreon detectors, links down below, by the way, guys. Uh, She messaged me and she's from the UK. She's been supporting us for a long time, awesome lady. She's been in our patron group calls and it's, just, like, it's been a pleasure getting to know her. And as a UK detector, very much like Craggle, who I bought one of those sets for, she asked if I'd be willing to sell it to her or if anyone could find her one as she has, doesn't have the opportunity to get one. And that's, when I read that message, that was my decision. I'm like, you know what? I'm selling it to her and I'm not selling it for a penny more than what I bought it for. In fact, I actually asked her on uh, our Patreon call on Friday, I was like, is there anything else you want me to throw in there? Because I know when people send us stuff from the UK, like the mini fingers and chocolates and sweets that we can't get here, I just, it's awesome. So it'd be, I think, double awesome to get not only the set that you really wanted but didn't have access to, but also maybe some extra little things. So I'm waiting to hear back from her on that. But that just makes me feel good. You know, it's one thing selling something for 90 bucks or to flip stuff, and that's like, cool because you can make you can make money off of it and put it towards something else. Like I was thinking about getting the haunted houses like an October build, but it's like, you know what? These people that have put themselves out there to support me, why shouldn't I return the favor? So that one is going out to Victoria who never had a chance of getting it. And now she does at a reasonable price. Uh, she's paying for shipping, of course, which I, I don't know what that's gonna cost, but I'm gonna send it out this week and then we can set all that up. Um, but I'm happy to see that go to a good home. The other one is is still lurking in the background. I'm heavily thinking about actually building it. Even though, like, and we talked about this Friday night, so I'll just share this here. I don't collect Lego just to have it sit in a box and appreciate in value. I'm not a Lego investor. Sometimes I wish I was. I wish I was that guy that went to the store, like with those Nexo Night sets that I got at Kmart years ago. They had a whole bunch of these fairly large Nexonite sets for like $15 a piece. They are like, I don't know what the actual MSRP was, but it was like 75% off. And I went and I bought one of each of the sets they had. And looking back, like, I probably should have bought the entire stock. I should have put them on eBay, I flipped them. I should be selling them now. They should have been in my collection. I don't think like a Lego investor. And maybe that's a mistake of mine. I think like a Lego collector. What is something that I want? How do I feel about the set? Is this worth the, the price of it? And at $40, that set was. And I was like, you know what? I want this, I'm gonna build it. The scarcity factor, of course, made it more interesting to me as well because I was like, you know, this is hard to get, so it's gonna be that much cooler to, to have and to, to the rush of buying it and all that stuff. But then when the price went up and I saw what they are selling for, that changed everything. And all of a sudden I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna get enough value out of this when it's a, a set I paid $40 for that I could sell for $90. How am I ever gonna get forty dollars or $90 value out of this? And I just think that's a bad way of thinking. You know, it's not all about the money. It's not about making a profit off of Lego. It's this whole channel is focused around my Lego collecting journey and sharing that experience with my son. What part of buying a $40 set and selling it for $90 reflects that that mission or that purpose? None of it. And if that set, if I didn't know anything about that set and I didn't see it going for for eBay dollars, you know, like that, I would have just built it and enjoyed it. It would been probably already done, and then I would have bagged it up and it'd be in my storage, which is a whole nother topic. But I don't know. I'm, I'd love to get your guys' opinion on, on this situation. Like the ones I already spoken for, and I'm happy to, to see it go to a good home. This one though, it's a decision. Do I sell it now for $90? Do I wait until Christmas? Do I just build it and enjoy it with my boy? I think that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. And you know, we could have some funny Star Wars moments and trigger some people while we do it as, as I enjoy doing. And I don't know. I don't know. This Am I just gonna tell this episode I don't know? This is like, um, if you don't know what Missing Pieces is, and this is the first time you've ever been here, basically this is my therapy session with a therapist that doesn't actually speak back to me when I'm talking, but I look back later to see what their comments are in my file. So that's what you guys are for me here. And that kind of takes me on another little thing that I was gonna talk about. You guys know I've been pondering the idea of doing uh, a midweek episode of Missing Pieces called Found Pieces, where I sit down and I just talk about all of the, the comments that we get, literally just like sitting down and going through comment by comment. And I was thinking of like trying to find a way to do that. I almost considered doing it as like a live stream. So not only could I do the comments and talk about those, but then we could have people commenting on those comments, almost like inception. Uh, and we could have like another whole conversation regarding that. And I was really thinking about this morning, like maybe making that a thing, especially with my new setup that I'm doing here. Cause it would be so easy for me to just flip some switches and, and we're online and we're, we're having this discussion. The question that I have for you is, would you prefer me just to cover like uh, the, the few that I select here when we do listener feedback, or would you prefer that to be its whole another whole podcast episode? So missing pieces may get shrunk down massively to what could be like a 20 minute episode. And then there could be like a 45 minute episode where it's like a conversation piece on the, fo- the previous week. I'm kind of split on that. Uh, One way I was thinking about doing it is trying to figure out which comments we're gonna do because if we're having a conversation on it, it's gonna go very slow. So I was thinking the people that watch these episodes, you look through the comments yourself and the ones that you'd like me to address on a stream or in a whole separate podcast that would come out on like Wednesdays. Leave a uh, leave a like on those comments so they they kind of rise to the top and then we'll go with the top voted and then we can just go down from there until we kind of uh, run out of time. So that's something that I was I was contemplating. It would uh it'd be another obligation for me each week, but it's something that I think we could definitely do. And I think it could be really powerful to to take this podcast not only from like what it is now to like a whole other like little follow up midweek episode where we, we kind of double up the content, I guess. And I think that's something that probably a lot of you that are that are watching or listening to this right now would really appreciate. So let me know, let me know on that. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of think about that this week as I see your feedback on that. And then we'll do a feedback episode on the feedback. And then you give me feedback on that feedback on that feedback. And we just, uh, it reminds me of when you would, I don't, anybody as old as I am out there that remembers going to a store and seeing like camcorders and they would have uh, like, little television screen there where you can see the quality of it but then if you got it positioned just right where it could see the tv you could go like within the tv and the tv and the tv and the tv TV. that's kind of what we're doing here should i start this episode over Mm. the answer of course is no we're going to go on to the next topic here which is my nintendo mess up this is a comment that i want to put out there about the power of having a community on your youtube channel. I built the Lego Nintendo Entertainment System, as many of you know, and had a fantastic time with it. I showed it off in a video and I thought it was pretty cool because you put Mario on top and then run the game and it made uh, music. I got some comments thereafter when I when I uploaded that video from a few people that were like, you know, Greg, uh, if you move him forward a little bit, he'll actually play through the game and you'll hear the sounds of him jumping and booping and doing all the things that he does. And I was like, oh shoot, I messed that up. Okay, let me let me go fix this and as I was Looking at it, I realized that I had built a certain part of it backwards. So I made a video, a follow-up video, where I flipped that around, and we got it working properly, and all was right with the world. But I just thought how cool that was that me by myself, I would have built that. Had I not been on YouTube or whatever, I would have just built that. I would have seen it, and it would have been like, okay, it plays music. That's nice, and that would have been the end of it. But the fact that I put this out there, and then I have these people that are that are watching and, and obviously know more about LEGO than I do, I've never professed to be an expert in LEGO, never will be, but I surely enjoy sh- like just making things and uh, sharing that. Uh, a Couple people reached out and, and, and told me what I did wrong, I fixed it, made a follow up video, and I just thought how cool that is that we can have this conversation where it goes back and forth and it really makes me appreciative of the, the technology that's afforded us these days. It's just so cool. And you know, oftentimes I'm hesitant when I put videos out there because if you make a mistake, you know, it. it tons of people just, they, they just pummel you with that. Like, oh, you messed this up, you messed this up, you messed this up. And it gets like, you, you already feel bad about yourself because you messed something up, but then like everyone has to point it out. Even if you do a pinned comment, you're like, hey, I totally know that I messed this thing up. Um, thanks for letting me know, they'll still keep doing it. And it's, I don't know, I guess I guess it's kind of, it, it's not hurtful, I guess. It just, it, it hurts your ego which I guess is what we're all trying to protect, I suppose. And um, in this case, it it was like a positive thing that came out of it, and I thought that was really cool. So I just wanted to to put that out there and say how much I appreciate you guys for helping me with, with all these things. I do find that in not being a Lego expert, as I mentioned there, I find it much easier to make mistakes because oftentimes, like especially in Star Wars, the mistakes are actually like a part of the show or a part of the, the, the gag or whatever. And I can make a mistake and make it seem as though it was intentional even if it wasn't. So when you position yourself as just a random dude and his, his kid that are just building Lego sets, I don't think people hold you as, too high, as high of a standard as they would if, say, a uh, official Lego reviewer built something wrong. I could just imagine the, the uh, backlash on that. So I'm happy to be where I'm at right now, just being a casual dude that just, that just does what he finds a uh, passion in. So I don't know. <laughs> I might just end everything that I say in this episode with, I don't know. We're on a, we're on a good path here. I want to talk about next, since we're talking about Nintendo, let's go into other gaming news from Gamer Attack. If you guys aren't subscribed to my gaming channel and you love watching live streams of, of, uh, Fortnite and now Rocket League. Gamer Attack, the link's down below. But uh, Rocket League was free to play this this week, and it's a game that I already owned for a long time. Played a little bit of it here and there. But it went free to play this week, so I knew that now my friends would all have access to it. And that's exactly uh, what happened. They all downloaded it and we started playing it. And I can't tell you how much fun I'm having with Rocket League. It's like, if you don't know Rocket League, it's is it's soccer or football with cars. So imagine driving a car into a giant soccer ball and trying to put it into a goal. It's as fun as it sounds. and What I love about the game is that I'm actually somewhat good at it, which is a a shocking uh, surprise to almost everyone that watches my gaming channel because I've struggled with like Fortnite, trying to get that. And um, you know, just what else have I tried? Apex Legends and uh, Call of Duty Warzone, all these Battle Royale games I've dropped into. And because I don't put the time into it that all these nine-year-olds do where they're playing it literally like 60 hours a week, you end up getting destroyed pretty easily. And in Rocket League, I just find myself actually doing okay. But it's also because it's new and it's free to free to play now. So it means that all those nine year olds are gonna migrate over here. And within a couple of weeks, they're all gonna be dominating just like they do in Fortnite or just like they do in Fall Guys. Similar situation there. I downloaded that game, Fall Guys, when it was free on PlayStation Network. And at first it was awesome because you actually had a chance of winning and now everybody is a sweat as apparently they're known in the uh, the younger kid circles. So I'm going to Rocket League while I can until it gets really bad, and we'll see what happens from there. Jim Blade, hesitate to even shout him out or say his name on this, but Jim Blade told me about a game that's called Among Us that apparently is becoming pretty hot right now and i'm sure some of you guys have experienced it but uh apparently among us is almost like a murder mystery game where you're playing in like a 2D world on a spaceship and there's one person that's like a killer and the other other people are trying to like complete goals and then you have to identify who that who the person is like who done it and you vote those you vote that person out or whatever and it just keeps going and i was thinking about maybe playing a little bit of that just to see what it's like. I get requests for a lot of different games a lot of times. uh, So I'd like to kind of expand out into other things. And um, I don't know. (laughs) The joke's, it's washed up, Greg. Don't say it again. Don't do it. Uh, Another other gaming news and pre-order news. This week, the Xbox Series X and Series S, is that what it is? The two Xboxes were up for pre-order on Tuesday at 11 a.m., I'm not desperate to get one of these new consoles. The games that I play could literally run on a potato, like the Nintendo Switch. Just kidding, Switch fans, don't come after me. Uh, I like playing Fortnite, Rocket League, things like that that have been out for a while. Uh, There's nothing that I really need the new Xbox for, but I was like, you know what, pre-order, let's see if I can get my hands on one because they're gonna be hard to get. So uh, 11 o'clock on Tuesday is when I was doing lunch in Lego, but right before it started, I was like, let's let's just see what happens here. And at like 11.04, which was four minutes too late, apparently. I went on to Walmart just to see if I could buy one. Sold out. Tried on Target, I was able to put in my cart, but then it like mysteriously disappeared. These friggin' things sold out in like a minute, and I had no chance of getting one. So I, I wasn't too like worked up about that, because again, it was just gonna be one of those things where if I got it, I got it, and it was gonna be cool, but if I didn't get one, you know what? So be it, and that's kind of where we're at. But there was another thing that had a whole other outcome, and that was the Lego Adidas shoes. I'll give you some backstory on these things. If you haven't seen them, they're, they look like something that I would have wore to kindergarten in 1990. Adidas is collaborating with Lego apparently and they made these shoes that are like white and they have Lego bricks all over them. They're very colorful with all the different colors of Lego. And at first I thought they were hideous, which they are. Let's just be honest. And I had no interest in them. But then I started thinking about how collectible they'd be. Are you seeing the trend here? How collectible is something makes me want it more. How hard is it to get makes me want it more. I like to I like, to like struggle, to, struggle for things, which is why I try to make YouTube videos because it's a struggle. And I saw on Friday that these things were gonna become available through Adidas's website. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pre-order these. But in order to pre-order them, it turns out that there's a whole fiasco that you have to go through, which is you had to download the Adidas app onto your phone you had to enable like notifications and all this stuff. At least they asked me to, and I was like, okay, I will. And then you have to put in your your name, your address, and your credit card information. And to do all that, just to be entered into a drawing where at 10 a.m. on Friday, they were going to draw the winners for these shoes. So not only did you have to download their app, put all that information in, do all that stuff, but that wasn't even for a guaranteed pre-order of these shoes, which are $130, I might say, or I should add. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. Let's try it out. And I put all my information, in about 8.30 Friday morning. And at 10 something Friday morning, I found out that I actually won the drawing. And at first I was like, you know what, this is all a big scam. Everybody wins. Everybody put it in. They just wanted to make you feel special. So I did like a community post being like, hey, look, this is the thing that I won or that I ordered. And... It turns out that wasn't the case. I saw people commenting like, hey, I, I wish I would have won. I wish I could have gotten them. Again, $130 for these hideous, hideous shoes, which I should say came the very next day. They're in this box right here. Of course, I'm gonna save it for a video when I open them up. I don't have any plans to wear these. These are purely for collector's purposes. I'm not a sneakerhead by any means. It turns out that there are some people that watch this channel that are, because people were commenting on that. Uh, but I just wanted this as, like a, as an interesting piece of Lego history to have. And maybe I'll put them on display or whatever. I might as well, I'm not just gonna keep them in the box. They'll be on my on my shelf. Uh, stick some other Lego pieces and stuff on them just for funsies. We could be them with dots. God, wouldn't that trigger some people? but I'm gonna make a video unboxing those and we'll keep them on display and it'll just be like a, a conversation piece, a very expensive one. But the way that I justified it was this, I spent plenty of $130 on various Lego sets that I've built for however length of time and then it's literally sat right there. It's Currently sitting right there, doing nothing. These shoes are essentially the same thing, minus the build part of it. It's it's a piece. It's a collector's piece. It's the same reason that I I built the Technic Porsche. It's a it's a piece, right? And I think you guys in the Lego world and girls in the Lego world, you can you can like respect that and you can understand it. So as much as they're they're not very good looking, the fact that I'm not going to wear them, or I don't want to say good looking. They have some type of style to them, but it's very like vintage, at least in my opinion. It feels like 1991. I still did it. And I, I, at this point, don't have any regrets. Will I in the future? Maybe. Could that $130 been spent better elsewhere? Yes, which is something I'm going to talk about here very soon in the listener feedback, which we're going to get into right now. Ooh, that segue. Greg's getting here. 53 episodes in and Greg's getting here. We talked last week about skill to master. One skill to master was a question that I got. Greg, what was one skill that you want to master in your life? And I couldn't answer the question at the time, but luckily for me, I had a week to think about it. And I have an answer, but before we get into mine, I'm gonna read your answers. We'll start here with Adamation who says, congrats on a year of missing pieces, Greg. I was 11 and looking for a podcast to listen to in my dark ages and found your podcast since I remembered watching your channel. At the time you had about 40 episodes out and I listened to them all in just a few days. I love how you talk more about life than Lego. Uh, When you were talking about the NES, I got excited about it. And just like that, you brought me back to Lego and I wanna say thanks. Yes, I love that. He says, if I could master something, which is why I'm sharing this, it would probably be Minecraft PVP. Sorry for the long comment, LL. Hey, we love long comments around here. I love viewer and listener feedback. And I love the fact that you listened to 40 episodes of my podcast in a few days. That's crazy. I was in your brain for that long. That's, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody, but I'm, I'm glad you came back. And I love the fact that you're, uh, you're interested in Nintendo because I am too, and we could, we could like share that together. But yeah, I, I get it. Like you want to master Minecraft? I'd like to master that as well, just for, Clark's, for, for Clark basically, because he loves that game so much and I should probably learn more about it. He actually knows more about Minecraft than I do because he spends a considerable amount of time watching YouTube Kids videos about it. Yeah, my five-year-old's actually on YouTube Kids, Kappa. There you go. Anyways, next one comes from uh, Rex the reviewer. He says, if I could master something, I would master drawing. I can draw with reference, but I wish I didn't need the reference. So Rex wants to become an artist. I think that's cool keep working. No, no advice attacked. I'm not going to comment on any of these. I'm just going to read them. I can't give you advice. I'm not an artist. I'm, I'm no one. I'm no one to give you advice. Uh, next one comes from Jedi Master Anakin Skywalker. Hello there. Says, will that trigger anyone? Okay. The skill I want to master is acting. I love it, but I want to go into directing as I have a story I want to tell. But acting makes me so incredibly happy. Thank you for sharing. I'm not going to give you any advice on that. But I think you can do it. <laughs> I think you can do it. All right, that's. I'm only going to offer encouragement, not advice. I think we found our. I think we found the, the the middle ground here. Lock door has the next comment. Says thanks for the episode, Greg. I'd love to master skiing. I've been a skier since I could walk, and I ski anything out there. But I haven't been able to progress much in the past few years. Being from Pennsylvania, have you ever skied before? That would make an awesome video on Greg's world. Have a great week. Yeah, I want to go to a place called Ski Sawmill and I have the opportunity to do it, I suppose. Like, well, I can't take, I could take Clark. Mrs. I talked to Mrs. Ricketech about skiing. It's something that I want to try. She doesn't want to do it because she thinks she's going to break her leg, which I mean, she's not wrong. She may actually break her leg, but at least want to try it. I think it'd be exhilarating going down the mountain with your skis. The thing that worries me about skiing is getting back up. I don't like going over to like this, the lift. I have this terrible fear that I'm gonna miss the lift and it's gonna like knock me over. And then I'll be laying down there and as everyone else that I'm skiing with is going up and then I look like a fool. But sometimes maybe you just gotta put yourself out there and do it. And I saw some comments about that here too this week, putting yourself out there. And I, 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 always, I always tell people they should do it. Again, advice attacked needs to follow his own advice. I think I'm gonna go skiing. I guess yeah, we're kind of coming into the season. Maybe I should give it a shot. Just do do the rentals. Rent some skis. Rent some some stuff, <laughs> and then uh, try it out. And if it sucks, never go back again. If I if I fall off the the ski lift as it's going up, uh, hide my face in the snow in shame, and uh, just lay there until I die. I think that'd probably be the best thing to do. Anyways, oh God, no. All right, let's go on to the next thing here, which is on the topic of nostalgia, which was what last week's episode was about. First up, ep- first episode, first comment comes from Easy Craftsman. who says, hello, Greg, great episode of Missing Pieces. The things that brings me right back into my childhood is Sega Genesis. Oh yeah, we recently brought mine down from the attic for the children to check out. It brought me right back the day when I, My dad went to a mall and surprised me with it. I remember playing Joe Montana football that day with him for hours. Then the countless hours of NHL 94, NBA Jam, Theme Park, Double Dragon, Road Rash, Sonic, and Altered Beast, the list just goes on. We had a video game rental store nearby and they would run a special. Five games for $5 the whole weekend. Oh yeah, video game rentals. Those were the days, man. Fridays after school, I would steal quarters from my dad, walk down to the store, pick up five games and play all weekend. Those were the days. Take care, stay safe and make it a great day. Oh my gosh, your comment just brought me back to my childhood. I remember going to the movie rental store and in the back they had like Nintendo games that you could rent and Sega games. And it was just like... You youngsters, you'll never know what it's like to rent a video game. You'll never have that experience, or even a movie for that matter. You just go on Netflix or you go on Xbox Game Pass. It was, a, it was an experience to go in and like, when you pick up a game and you look at the cover of it, not knowing anything about it, there was no looking it up online, there was no watching a YouTube review walkthrough, there was none of that. You literally looked at the cover of the game and you're like, yeah, that's the game that I'm going to play. And oftentimes, at least in the Nintendo world, that game turned out to be a giant steaming pile of trash. But in some some cases, you found some gems and to have five of them all weekend, dude, I, I want to I go back and live your childhood like right now. I'm going to go on eBay and just buy five random Sega games and like play them. Oh my God. Have you gotten the Sega Genesis Classic or the Mini? You would love that. There's a whole bunch of games on there. Uh, let's go on to the next one here. We're on the topic of nostalgia still. Oh, that one's oh, it got me. Uh, this one's from Lego and Chess with Kieran. It says chess is very nostalgic for me. Oh, so the screen, the username isn't just a I almost said screen name. That's how old I am. It's not just a clever name. Says so my name. My dad taught me chess as a kid, and we played often together. I'm now teaching my son. Although he's only four, we have fun. Do you play? Mrs. Bricktech knows how to play chess. I don't know how to play chess. I should learn how to play chess. I've wanted to learn how to play chess. She built the chess, the chess set, which is uh, apparently disappeared, abducted by aliens. I wanna learn how to play. I think I would thoroughly enjoy it. Like, I think about how much I love playing games like Madden, and I think about how chess is very, you're gonna get triggered because I'm comparing chess to a football video game, but it's very strategic like that. And I think I would really enjoy the strategy behind it and thinking about the moves and stuff. So I, I just need to commit to learning it, really do. Maybe you could teach me, Kieran, or maybe your son's Kieran, Lego and chess with Kieran. Uh, super pieces has the next comment here on nostalgia it says I also got super Mario 3d all-stars, which is a game Clark And I are playing Mario 64 anybody and I enjoy And I played Mario 64 with my aunt and nostalgia bug bit her Because she was so happy to revisit one of her favorite games of her childhood Nice last one here on nostalgia comes from Jasper Jasper says that thing that gives me nostalgia is TMNT and Smurfs These are the two things I really liked when I was little. I still love TMNT and Smurfs till this day and how can I forget Lego and movies? The one thing I wanna master is to become an astronaut or becoming a producer for a movie. I love this comment because he covered everything. I feel the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nostalgia bug. That was a huge part of my childhood, man. With all those toys and the, sh- and the cartoon, which I actually own now on DVD. Oh, man, I feel like when I grew up was just such a magical time to grow up. And I think maybe everyone feels that way about the time they grew up. Like if you grew up in, I grew up as like a kid in like the late 80s, early 90s, that kind of stuff. But if you grew up in the 80s, you probably remember all kinds of amazing things that I missed out on 70s, 60s, 50s, maybe even today. You're like, dude, I was six years old and I was playing online games with my friend and being able to talk to them when we got home from school. I would, I loved to do that when I was in school, but I thought that was that was a nice little trip down nostalgia lane with all of us there. Um, I mean, I'll throw that out again. If there's anything that makes you nostalgic about your childhood, throw it out there. We can always like uh, it's always brings you warm feelings to your heart when you when you rekindle some of these things as an adult, as uh, Easy Craftsman did, or just when you think about the things that you loved as a child. It just it just takes you back there, and I love that. We're gonna finish this episode off though with some wins of the week, as I like to do. And if you have a win of the week go ahead and put it down in the comments of this video and ask everyone to uh, leave a like on it so we cover it in uh, found pieces. Uh, Wins of the week, first one comes from Hamish, who I said his name wrong last time. I said Hamish. Not a food, he's Hamish. He says, my win of the week has been finishing term three of school. Congratulations, my friend. Way to go. Get that schooling in, do well in it, and then excel in life. No, no advice. I don't give advice around here. Good job. No, wait, is that advice? No, that's encouragement. That was encouragement, it wasn't advice. Congratulations, continue to excel in school. Uh, Next one comes from Scott. Scott says, win of the week. Friend helped us fix our ice maker in the fridge. Ice is now flowing, best 40 bucks spent. Yeah, dude, you try to have an appliance guy come in to do crap like that, it's gonna cost you more than 40 bucks just to get him in your door. So congratulations on that, my friend. Next one comes from Fantasy Bricks, who says, great episode. My win of the week was finally working on a swing set and finishing it. I got $35 from it and was proud of myself. I'm proud of you. Next one comes from Pete. And this one, I felt like this is the one that we need to go out on. I was a little hesitant because there is some, there's some sadness in this one, but it turns out to be a happy ending. So let's go into Pete's story here. It says, hi, Greg, long-time listener, first-time commenter. I love that intro, first of all. I, love, I feel like it's a radio show. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. It says, I've recently experienced a major heartbreak in my life and I'm currently trying to find ways to get over a long-term relationship that was my primary focus in my life for a significant part of it. I try to stay busy with work and friends during the week to keep myself distracted from the sad thoughts that come from any heartbreak, but the weekend is a lot harder, so I greatly appreciate the hour of constructive distraction your podcast provides. The past few weeks, I've woken up in kind of a bad place Sunday morning and in in legit, laid in bed, refreshing the YouTube app on my phone until I saw your podcast was up. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your Sunday every week to provide a little joy to the lives of your viewers. My win of the week was allowing myself the time to get my emotions out and to come to terms with my breakup. Doing so has helped me mentally a lot because it's allowed me to look back fondly on all the wonderful memories me and my former girlfriend once shared together and uh, to be able to bring myself to move on and make new friends and shift the main focus of my life. I'm so sorry for the extremely long comment, and I thank you for taking the time to read this, but if you don't, I completely understand. Stay safe and healthy. What a fantastic comment, and uh, I think a good advice, as much as we're trying to stay out of the advice world, I think that's good advice for a lot of people out there. Like, it can be very hard to deal with any kind of setback in life, whether it be a girlfriend, or something bad that happens to you, maybe loss of a loved one, a pet, it's really tough when you're going through it, but the best thing you can do is just try to just try to come to grips with it, and try to look for other things in your life to kind of replace it with. Am I turning into a vice tech right now? I just I can't resist, guys. I think a vice may have to become a thing. Uh, of course, I haven't dealt with this uh, with a breakup in, geez, since I was a teenager, since me and Mrs. Brick tech have been together forever, but I know that the next loss in my life is most likely. I, I'm not even gonna say. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but. It, it's, it's tough to even think about, but you know, like, th- this is, life is like that, you know? Like, you have these good times and the bad times are there as well. But I think those bad times help you realize just how good things are when they're good. And when you're in a good spot, which I feel like I am right now, and hope you are too, just try to soak it in and enjoy it. And that's what I'm trying to do in life. And I, I advise you to do the same. So, on that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Missing Pieces. I hope you found some value out of this. I appreciate all the comments, there were a ton of other ones as well. I wish I could feature everyone and maybe we will in found pieces, which will be the the midweekly episode. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. If you guys do want to support this podcast, there's a number of ways you can do it. Listener feedback is, is it's free. It's easy. And it makes the show that much better. In my opinion, uh, you can, uh, support this, this on all the podcasting platforms. You can leave a review on Apple podcasts. You can leave a, uh, a five-star rating. You can leave a one-star rating if this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life. You can do that as well. Uh, You can support us on Patreon. That is a huge help. In fact, these videos are brought to you ad-free, interruption-free, thanks to our supporters on Patreon. And that's a huge help over there. And we'd love to have you over there. Every Tuesday, we do lunch in Lego, which is essentially Clark and I sit down for an hour or so. We eat lunch, we build some Lego, we chat with the peeps that are there. It's a very intimate thing because there's only just a few of us that catch it live and it's, it's a good time. But all of those older episodes from every Tuesday Lunch and Lego, they're all archived there. So you could, if you're waiting for something to come out like uh, in Pete's case like this, there are dozens of Lunch and Legos that you could watch there. And there's also our Friday night patron only stream where it's just us, or it's just me building something and, and chatting with you guys. And there's a ton of those there as well. And that's only $5 a month. So you could sign up for literally $5 and watch, gosh, I don't even know how many hours of content that you could do over there. And again, it helps us out and it's just something that I love to do. So on that, I wanna thank you guys all for watching this episode of Missing Pieces. I hope you have a glorious rest of your day. I wish you the best this week in, in your life. Try to get that win of the week. And uh, oh, one last thing. I forgot to tell you guys, I'm, who's still with me here? I forgot to tell you guys what the skill is that I want to master. And the skill that I think I would want to master at this point in my life where I'm at right now is learning the art and all of the, the technology and all of the math behind investing. I would love to learn everything there is to know about investing money and how to do that well, things to look for in the stock market and how, how to do that. So that would be my thing that I want to learn. Thank God I got that in at the last second here. If you're still here, leave a comment, investing. Just just comment that one word. If you don't have anything else to comment, don't waste your comment on that. But comment investing, if you stuck around to the last second of this podcast, I'm curious to see how many people are actually here. There's gotta be one person. Anyways, on that, thank you so much for watching. And I hope, I hope we find you in the next Missing Pieces.